Welcome to the Clarity Advisor Show, where you'll learn how to grow your team today. Join Ken Trupke and his guests as they discuss what works and doesn't work to grow your team in today's world. And now, your host, Ken Trupke. Hello, and welcome to the Clarity Advisor Show. It's the week between Christmas and New Year's, a time that's typically very slow for businesses. And so what I'd like you to do is consider taking a couple hours, and it doesn't have to be more than that, but it's probably not less than that, and reflect on this previous year and look forward to next year. Now, if it's not the week between Christmas and New Year's when you're listening to this, that's okay. You can still do this. Whatever it is, you can still take a couple hours, stop and look back and look forward. So I've just got a couple ideas to share with you, things that I think you can knock out in a couple hours. So the first thing is let's review last year. Let's do a SWOT analysis, you know, the the typical strengths, weaknesses, opportunities, and threats. But I want to just adjust it just a little bit. And instead of looking at strengths and weaknesses, let's look at wins and lessons. And I don't want to call them losses because I don't want to focus on the negative. I want to think about things that didn't go well as lessons learned. And it's just a mindset. You can frame things as a loss or you can frame it as what did I learn for next time? And let's go ahead and start there because I want to get that out of the way. And it's probably top of mind. So go ahead and take a few minutes and list out the things that went wrong last year, the lessons that you learned, things that you wish you knew then that you know now after having gone through it. Now, there's probably six to eight, maybe 10 things, depending on how detailed you want to get of lessons that you learned. And that's great. Because if you really did learn those lessons, next time those things come around, you'll be prepared to do things differently. So with lessons behind us, now let's go on to wins. And really think through this. And for people that are task-oriented and very demanding of themselves, this can be really hard because we struggle sometimes to give ourselves credit for things that went well. But some things went well. Think back to January. Or again, if this is not the weekend, last week in December, think back six to eight months ago, 12 months ago from wherever you are now, and what has gone well since then? What wins do you have since then? Could be a big sale that you closed. It could be a teammate that you added that's working out great. It could be something that happened within the business, an adjustment that you made to the team that's working out great. Whatever it is, write those things down. Because we want to remember those and remind ourselves that while, yes, there were lessons learned and some of those were painful, we also made a lot of progress and a lot of things did go right. So after that, let's do the traditional O and T of SWAT, which is opportunities and threats. Now, the way I like to look at these is externally. What are the things that are opportunities out there? What are things that we can look out to that are things that we might take advantage of? in this next year or in this next 12 months? What are some things that maybe we learned back this past year that we're going to look for or apply or dive into this year? What are those opportunities? And then what are those areas of threat? And by threat, I just mean things that could cause you to need to make an adjustment, things that you can foresee that if this happened, I would need to do X. If that happened, I would need to do Y. Could be losing a big customer. 
It could be a change in the economy that would affect your customers. It could be a change in legislation that you're aware of that could change something in your business, whatever it is. And you don't have to go crazy with scenarios and think through the worst case of everything that could possibly happen, but just a handful of things that are kind of top of mind. Give it a few minutes so that you go a little bit deeper than just, yeah, if you know the, the economy crashed, we'd all be out of business. Well, there's going to be bigger problems than your business at that point. So think through the things that seem likely and somewhat controllable in terms of what adjustments you might make. So that's our look back in terms of the SWOT analysis. Let's look at those lessons. Let's get that negative stuff out of the way. Let's go to some wins. And then let's look at the opportunities and threats going forward. So the last thing I want to do is when we're looking back is write out some gratitudes. Get out a separate clean sheet of paper and start writing out things that you're grateful for. And it could be some of those things that were the wins. It could be those things where you got that new client or you got that great new teammate. It could also be some of the lessons. I'm so glad in the end now that this happened. I wasn't excited when I was going through it, but now that I'm on the other side of it, I'm so glad I've learned that lesson and can apply it going forward. Whatever it is, it could be things like your team. You want to be really grateful for that team because whatever is in your head is going to come out your mouth. And as we work with our team, if we're not excited about our team, if we're not grateful for our team, it's not going to matter the words that we say to them. They're not going to hear gratitude and thankfulness because it's not in our head. So get it down on paper so that you can really believe it because you are, as if you reflect on it, you really are grateful for your team because working together is how we get things done. And you can't be successful by yourself. There's no Robinson Crusoe world where we make everything ourselves and do everything ourselves. We need other people. And we especially are grateful for our team. You're probably grateful for your customers. All the money that flows through your business starts with your customer. So of course, we're grateful for our customers. And maybe there's some specific customers you want to list that are exceptionally either maybe good friends if you're in a services business, you've just gotten to know them over the years, or they're a big customer that you're really glad you landed and that you have and they're a recurring account, whatever it is. Just take some time to list 10, 20, 50 things. Fill the page with things you're grateful for. As you step back and think about it, more things are going to come. If you're in good health, you can be grateful for your health. If you've got a family that supports you, you can be grateful for them. If you've got business partners, be grateful for them. You really want to focus on that gratitude because the gratitude scientifically proven to drive happiness. Your level of happiness is very closely correlated with your level of gratitude. So write out some gratitudes and increase your happiness and get it in your head that these are things that are really good for you and you're glad you have them in your life so that when you express that, especially to the people on that list, that they can really feel how grateful and thankful you are. Okay, there's our look back. That probably takes you about an hour to get through all that. Now let's move forward to the new year or the next 12 months. The first thing I encourage you to do is write out some goals. I know it sounds so trivial and so cliche to write out your goals, but it really does matter. It really is helpful to get the ideas in your head down on paper so that your subconscious can start working on those things. And frankly, so that your team can start working on these things. One of the biggest mistakes I see business leaders make is they expect everyone to be a mind reader that it's in their head, but it's not out there for anyone else to see or read. And so people don't know what we're trying to do. So 
And, and you might not be clear about what you're trying to do. It might be just rattling around your head some vague idea. So get it down on paper and spend a few minutes tightening it up. Instead of just saying like, grow sales, maybe you wanna say, grow sales by 10%, or maybe even tighter, grow sales by 10% in the first quarter, or grow sales by 10% in the first quarter within this market segment. Whatever it is, whatever is gonna make sense for your business, but consider getting pretty specific, especially the closer it is. The further out you get, I get it, trying to plan out the fourth quarter, 12 months away from now, nine months away, pretty tricky. But the next two, three months, you should be able to get pretty close on that. And the point isn't necessarily to set a goal that you hit the goal and we're always winning. It's that we've got a target. And if we set the target, even if we miss a little bit, we'll be a lot closer than if we just randomly let whatever happens happen. And then if it's good, we say, that's what I wanted to have happen. I, you know, it's, that's just not satisfying. And it's also tough to get the team aligned around just keep going, guys. Just keep doing what you're doing and it'll all work out. That's that's not very satisfying for a team and it's hard to get effective and efficient when we're not really clear about what exactly we're trying to do. And when you know exactly what you're trying to do, you can set up metrics. You can keep score. Everyone loves to keep score. Okay, so set some goals. Just take 20, 30 minutes and write out some things you wanna have happen in the quarter and in the whole next year. And We'll maybe revisit those next quarter, but just get some things down on paper. It's going to help you to clarify your thinking when you have to write it down. Okay, so half an hour working on that. Now, of those goals, I want you to specifically have two additional goals. One is spend more time with your team. And I know I just said you got to be really specific. Okay, so here's how to be specific with that one. I want you to spend more time with your team in a couple of very specific ways. One, if you don't already have a daily huddle, please, please, please put on your list, implement a daily huddle. And there's probably not a great reason why you can't do that right away in January or right away next month if this is not December. And start that daily huddle. It only needs to be 10 minutes. I'll put a link in the show notes as to an episode I did on how to do the daily huddle and what the content of it should be and all those things, but it's 10 minutes. There's a ton of benefits. It's going to tighten up your team. It's going to focus your team. Lots of good things. It's going to build the culture and go listen to the show, but please get a daily huddle as a goal. The second one is implement weekly one-on-ones. Again, this isn't an hour long, two hour thing. This isn't a quote waste of time. We have better things to do. Shouldn't we be working? Listen, regardless of what business you're in, whether it's products or services, your team is your competitive advantage. Your team is the only thing your competitors can't replicate. They can buy whatever software you're using. They can buy whatever hardware and computers you're using. They can buy whatever machinery you have. They can hire the same vendors you have. And they're probably already going after the same customers you're going after. What's different about you and where you compete is with your team. So you've got to invest in them. You've got to spend time with them. And one of the ways to do that is by having a weekly one-on-one. -on -one. And this is not a status update. This isn't about the left side of the disc chart where it's about task orientation. This is about the right side of the disc chart where it's about people. You're not asking what are you working on? You're asking how are you doing? How are you feeling? It's a 10 or 15 minute meeting. It's a quick, ideally in person, Next best would be Zoom for this, third best phone call, because you want to get some personal interaction. You want, it to, you want to have that personal connection, and that is best in person, second best when you can at least see the person. But you want to just check in. 
Hey, how are you doing? How are you feeling? How's it going? What can I do for you? And again, this goes back to the idea you've got to have it in your head right or it's going to come out your mouth wrong. And it's not going to matter what you say, but they're going to hear in your voice and in your tone whether or not you believe it, whether or not you really do care about them and whether or not you really do want to serve them and are wondering what you can do to help. So we go back to the gratitudes. If you haven't written these gratitudes out, if you're not grateful for your team, if you're not grateful for this specific team member, then when you say, hey, how are you doing? It's not going to feel sincere and it's not going to land and it's not going to help. And when you say, how can I help? They're not going to feel like you really want to help. They're going to feel like you're checking a box and it's actually going to make things worse. So make sure you do those gratitudes so that when you move forward now and we do this weekly one-on-one, it lands and it has the impact you want it to have, which is making your team feel valued because you do value them. You are grateful for them and they are the thing that you have that you're competitors don't have that's going to help you win in the market. So make sure that you're taking care of your team. You're putting, you're investing more time in your team as a goal and specifically with a daily huddle and a weekly one-on-one. And I also want you to develop yourself. Again, very vague, broad goal, but you can tighten it up however you would like to, but you've got to be continually investing in yourself. If you're going to pour into your team, if you're going to lead a team, you got to have something to give them. And you got to keep getting more for yourself so that you have more to give. So what things are you interested in? What areas of development might be appropriate for you this year? Is there a course you want to take? There's a ton of online courses you can take. Some are paid, some are even free. You can just make your own course, get a topic of interest and go look on YouTube and you'll see a bazillion videos for free that you can watch on that topic. And you can set up a playlist of all those things and make your own course if there's not a course out there but find an area where you can develop yourself. That could be something about specifically your task. If you're an accountant, maybe you wanna learn an accounting thing, you wanna get up to speed on some new tax law, or if it's sales, there's a ton of great sales books. If you haven't read some in a while, go back and reread them. There's a ton of stuff on interpersonal uh, communication and EQ, you know, having that emotional intelligence to connect with people. All those things are great places for self-development. And it could be videos. It could be those courses. It could be something with uh, audiobooks or a physical book or a combination. It doesn't matter, but make sure you're getting specific about, I want to improve in this area, this area, and this area. And maybe it's only one area. And maybe it's only one area for in It's not till the second quarter, whatever, but get specific, but make sure the topic is develop yourself. Also, I would encourage you to create a morning routine. That's a chance to really codify what it is you do in the morning. If you create space to have the time to do this development, you might say, well, I can't put self-development down because I know I don't have time to read a book. Well, what if you had a morning routine that after you got up and got your cup of coffee, you spent 20 minutes reading your book or watching the videos or listening to the podcast that you chose? Just do something like that. It could, it could fit together. But a morning routine, I have found personally to be a game changer, that it makes sure that I get up and do certain things that I've committed to myself to doing, and now I've got a way to get those things done every day. And every day doesn't mean literally every day. It's okay to miss once in a while, but you want it to be so routine that you feel it when you miss it. Because the way you're going to grow is by doing these things day by day. You didn't get where you are in a day. You got there day by day. And you're not going to improve in a day. You're going to improve day by day. It's that continual drip 
of new information and reinforcing old information that's going to help you to grow and help your team to grow. So make sure that you're taking some time to develop yourself. So that's it. I think you can knock that out in a couple hours. Remember, go back and we're going to start out with some reflection. We're going to do some SWOT analysis, but instead of strengths and weaknesses, we're going to look at lessons and wins. And then we're going to look at some opportunities and threats for the next year, kind of big picture things that you want to be prepared for. And then we're going to write out some gratitudes. After that, we're going to start looking forward. We're going to write out our goals for the quarter and the year, and we're going to include more time with our team, more time invested in our team, and more time invested in ourselves. Okay, so there you have it. Take a couple hours and do this. It might take you only an hour or 90 minutes, or it might take you four or five hours. That's okay. You can do it in one sitting, or you might want to break it into a day of reflection where you spend an hour or so, and then a day of looking forward where you spend an hour or so. However you want to do it. But just take advantage of this time where it's probably pretty quiet for your business. You maybe have a bunch of people out on vacation. Maybe even you're on vacation. But take a few hours and spend the time reflecting and looking forward. It's going to change the game in this next year. It's going to set you up for success. And it's going to remind you of how well you're doing and the progress that you're making. So with that, I thank you for a great year and look forward to next year. And we'll see you next time on The Clarity Advisor Show. Thank you for listening to the Clarity Advisors Show. Clarity Advisors is a speaking, training, and consulting firm specializing in helping you simplify your sales and operating systems to improve efficiency and grow your profits. Connect with Clarity Advisors today to learn more about how they can help you improve communication and get your team aligned and engaged for greater success.